got a cooler over there that you can use. That would be interesting. Brumpa! <laughs> Hundred and two, baby. Who said that? No. Hi there. Yeah, I'm gonna chase this with one of those. Thank you. Oh my, no I have not. Wow. You spoil me, my friend. And never forget that Trips Right with Ralph and Dave is back, episode 102. Dave is raiding the freezer. Uh, the fridge that smelled like fish a mere two weeks ago is now fully functional, and it's full of ice cream, and Dave's very excited, but he's yep. going to give himself a little tum-tum ache. Yep, I got my chocolate peanut butter porter. Well, you got a you got a beer and a cigar and a drumstick. And I just downed a Pepsi, get some caffeine in me. Are you? I feel like you're gonna have a tiny heart attack before you leave. No, I'm like the old uh, SNL. The that makes a baker's dozen for me. Sausage, <laughs> dog bears. No, I said, and they said this one last. That quote. That's from way back in the day when uh, Michael Jackson married Lisa Marie Presley and they were on like the MTV Music Awards. Was it him who said it? Yeah, and he said, and they said it wouldn't and he said, last. This wouldn't last. And it didn't. Yeah, I can I can think of the main reason why, but we but I digress. Everybody trips right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. I am Dave. And we're very happy that you're here. We've got some fun stuff to talk about tonight. We That's have the, right, Ralph. We got the vampire draft progress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have I've got the contract years for my salary cap league. Oh, that's pretty good. I want to hear your opinion on that and yeah. I want to also explain how quickly those salaries um, get out of control. So mm. I'm worried that there's going to be some players I love that I already paying too much in the first year yep uh we have the uh wire Devi draft i don't know if we have much to say about that kind of uh quarantine to canton uh kurt and i are in a college draft right now okay. again not sure if we have much to say about that uh roman it we're gonna have the rookie auction draft i have this that right there weekend yep um trying to well, it's like herding cats trying to get that figured out. But ultimately, the draft will happen one way or the other, and we're going to see how it goes. So that draft is happening on Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. And I made a little I made a little tradey trade even in that league just At this afternoon. the Metrodome, kid seats just and the, $5. <laughs> grave digger. Uh, and then the most important thing we have tonight, it's always a fun time. Almost a fun, always a fun time of the year. Bold predictions. Go bold or go home, baby. Um, I'm assuming bold predictions are basically, like, there doesn't have to be any realm of realness to them, right? No. They could just, it could just be, wow, wouldn't this be crazy if it happened? A couple might make you cry. 
Uh, yeah, I, I picked a couple that might make me cry. Mm. Yeah. Um, but basically, it's, yeah, it's going to be kind of nutso. Kind of nutso. So, needless to say, this is a fat boy. we got a lot of stuff to invade your ear holes with. Does this with. say Chillin' Moose? Yeah. That, that's the most B.A. Moose I've ever seen, yeah. I think. That'll be a nice band to add to my collection. Have you not had that one yet? No. Well, it's maybe, a one-off. I got it from a sampler pack. Well, maybe I can treat next week because I have a. Uh, I got a couple of sampler packs coming. Oh, okay. Because um, I was. Compl- I realized the other day I went to. I went to go have a little cigar. Completely out. Holy cow! I have one left of my Lafincas. You know the, that I've the, yep. that I buy in bulk, and then uh, an acid an acid blonde that's uh, that I have for uh, for uh, Zach because those are the ones he likes. Okay. So, yeah. Can I borrow your stuff? Of course. Thank you, buddy. I do have a couple... Uh, News and notes? A little bit. Not too many. Thank you. I didn't really watch any of the preseason games. I kind of stayed away from those. Yeah, me too. Um, and then, uh, I don't know if you heard about the Jamal Adams drama of him and the Seahawks. He's trying to get a new contract. He finally did. I was going to say he did, though, right? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go double-cross on this. Do it. So, and it's always fun when, you know, all these... Okay. You're, you're being adventurous. Well, it wasn't a very deep... wasn't a very deep V. <laughs> Continue. Well, it's always fun when... the drama? When these people, you know, these players announce it to everybody. Don't slip. Oh, I won't. <laughs> I didn't walk right for days after that. And they just try to, you know, make it a big deal. They they do all their negotiating, social media, right? You know, all that crap. Um, so Jamal Adams finally got his payday, and uh, people on the internet's are hating on Jamal Adams. Why is that? You'll see. Do you want to guess how many career interceptions he has? How many years has he been in the league? 2017 or 19, one of the two? 19. He's been in the league 2019 years. Wait, hold on. No, not 19. Longer than that. He came in with the Jets 2017. Jesus. Okay. So four years. And how many interceptions does he have? Yeah. Uh, I mean, my guess would be... My guess, let's see, being conservative, seven a year, four years. Say twenty twenty one. Is it much less than that? Is he, he not has, an interception guy? He has two. Two? Yeah. Is he a strong safety? Yeah. Interesting. But he's I mean, but he set the all time sack record for a defensive back. So he's active in other ways. Right. To put it in perspective, Vince Wilfork, D tackle, big guy, has three career interceptions. That's actually pretty insane. Jason Pierre-Paul has four. And he doesn't even have a full hand. Right. Last year, Julian Edelman had only had three catches of 20-plus yards. This was last year before he got hurt, right? Mm-hmm. Jamal Adams was in coverage for all three. Whoa. Yeah. That's a pretty crazy stat. Well. Okay. Um... Remember Kevin White? 
talked about last year. <laughs> you with the ice cream, your energy level way down. I feel I, like uh, the ice cream is not good. It's I feel like you had a you had a Pepsi Cola. Yeah. So and you got the caffeine. You got you got yourself pumped up. Now the ice cream bringing you back down. I feel like you're gonna nap on the pool you know table. What happened? What? I bit my cheek. <laughs> So you're in pain. Yeah. Okay. Now ta- I understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. That was a good one too. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about Kevin White last week. Unfortunately, he's back in the news. Is he? A team picked him up. No, they didn't. Uh huh. Who? I'll give you five guesses. Packers. No. You got the right conference. I've got the right conference. NFC. Mm-hmm. Um. Seahawks. Nope. Wrong division. Uh, Eagles. Nope. Wrong division. Uh, you have two guesses left. Ugh, too hard. Just tell me. The Saints. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense, actually. It does make sense. Um, Josh Rosen is now a free agent. Wait, he was on with the team. Yeah, he, he was bounced by the Niners. Oh. He said he didn't get enough reps. Wah, wah, wah. Mm, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the Bills drafted the right Josh, huh? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Poor guy. Um, 35 years ago today, Jim Kelly signed with the Buffalo Bills. Really? From the AFL. Or the oh, USFL. my gosh. I'm sorry, That's USFL. funny you say that. That was a trivia question tonight. Was it? And it was a two-pointer, and it was like it was one NFL player in 1986 started with the AFL, signed a big contract with the NFL, named the player in the team. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. At the I, time, I had no idea. It was 1.5 million a year, which was the highest paid in the NFL at that time. 1.5 million 35 years ago. I really hate when they do an, a, a football question. I don't get it right. Yeah. I really I'll save that hate one that. for last. Okay. Uh, it is now 22 days until the NFL kicks off. We're close, my friend. Yeah, we are. Three weeks. Get excited. Well, let's get the rest of these drafts going then, for goodness sake. Right? We'll get to that. It's starting to grind my gears a little bit. That's a Ralph phrase, but I'm using it. I'm grinding my gears. What's grinding your gears? This friggin' uh, Wire 2K20. Oh, that league is amateur hour. It's... So Gibbonator, we've talked about Gibbonator before. Yep. He has already delayed the draft. He was on the clock for Debbie with with no clock. This is where you're entering it on on a spreadsheet. It's like real. And the spreadsheet poor, is garbage it's too. Poor, it's poorly yeah. done. I realize Julian Fleming isn't taken in the third round. Julian Fleming for Ohio State, no. who's the top wide receiver recruit last year. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, I took him. He's gone yeah. now. Okay. I checked. According to the records that commissioner kept, okay. he was not taken. Okay. Anyway, I um, so Gibbonator held it up on that for like three days, yeah. finally swoops in. He, he makes the comment, oh, I don't even know where to look. And then he disappears for three days. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. And then he has held up the draft on the NFL side. Mm-hmm. Rookie. On the, on the rookie draft. And then today he messages, oh, you guys should look for a new owner. You know, you guys deserve somebody who's more active and paying attention, da-da-da-da. Really? You say that now? And the kicker was, he did that while he was on the friggin' clock. He's on the clock. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. 
that takes it up a whole nother notch. Mm-hmm. Oh, good lord. So, oh, that's good. It's a, a big source of contention. Yeah, it is a big source of contention. All right. Here's a fun stat. We're going to do a little guessing game. Consecutive years without a losing season for teams. Consecutive years without a losing season, okay. There are obviously quite a few with zero. Yeah. Because they had a losing season this last year. Well, it'd be... Yeah, okay. There's six teams with one. The Browns, Colts, Cardinals, Raiders, the Raiders, Bucks and Dolphins. Bills and Packers have two consecutive without losing. Okay. The Bears have three, which surprises me. Huh. I wonder if the eight and eight probably counts. Well, it's not losing. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Can't do that anymore with 17 games in a season. True story. No more 500. Nice try, Bills. Um, Bears. Right. Rams, Saints are at four. <clears throat> Ravens, Titans. Tighten up! All right, five. <laughs> that leaves three teams. I'm going in no particular order here. The Seahawks, the Chiefs, and the Steelers. Okay. Okay. Do you want to guess what any of them may be? Consecutive years without a losing season. Seahawks, Steelers, and who? Chiefs? Chiefs. All right, I'm going to guess for the Seahawks, I'm going to guess eight. Oof, you got the wrong number. One team has eight. They don't have eight. Chiefs have eight. Chiefs have eight. Seahawks have nine. Oh, it's close, though. That's <coughs> the, not right track. Do you want to guess how many years the Steelers have gone without a losing season? I mean, I have a feeling that it could be, I mean, it could be into cower, like years and years of cower, probably. Is it 20? Almost. They're at 17 wow. years. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. That's epic. It's quite a franchise. Well, and you think of last, so I remember when I think of the Steelers last year, mm-hmm. I think about watching that offense and how it was just a hot mess. Yeah. You had Big Ben just threw it right away because he was so scared to get hit. The offensive line was terrible. Running backs that couldn't, you know, stay on the field and do anything. You know, Juju's catching a six-yard pass every time and falling down. Yep. Deontay Johnson couldn't catch the ball. All stone hands. Um, Chase Claypool was a bright spot as yeah. a rookie. Oh, but, yeah. But then you think, okay, they were undefeated for a while and ended 12-4, and four, I think. Yeah. Which is insane because I rem- I'm picturing them in my mind, and that team was – when you're invested in the offense for fantasy points and they're so unimaginative, mm-hmm. boring, like defense knows exactly what they're going to do, and then they won that much, yeah, it's bizarre. It was, it was impressive. I have a bold prediction about the Steelers, but we'll get to that once we get to them. It's a good one. It's juicy. Um, did you mention our Vampire League? Uh, no, but we could start with that. Yeah, I am very proud of how this vampire draft had been going with an asterisk. We, had been? Yeah. Oh, with the pace. Came to a screeching halt. It was flying. Yeah. Pigskin, or, oh, it's Princess, oh, Princess Pigskin is in the other. That's in one. Yeah. This is Princess Nibbles is different. Right. Okay. 
Princess Nibbles decided to take her ball and go home. Yeah, and she, uh, Ridge said she muted the chat. Okay, that's been a contention for Group Me for both World and for Roman Vampire. Or vampire. Oh, Group Me, yeah. Because I can understand wanting to be muted in the off season for these, especially right. Vampire. It's a but redraft. Not, not during a when draft. the draft is going on, you should not be muted. That's yeah. where you you're saying to people that it's their turn. It's all hands on deck. Ugh, so frustrating. Yeah, so we So to know she's muted is extra annoying. Yeah. And that's so why I started talking crap on her. We started Sunday. And we are currently at uh round 11 pick 9 with Princess Nibbles again. The record is I believe 5 days Rich said. We were set to blow that out of the water. It only and, takes one, though. And I, I would like to take credit along with you for that. You know what we were doing that other divisions weren't or conferences weren't? We were calling out who was next for crying out loud. Well, right. And and I even and I even had Sunday where I was, I don't know, was I, I was on the clock for a couple hours Sunday probably because I was, was at the your pool. pool. yeah. I was at the neighbor's yeah, pool back there, fine. so I wasn't paying attention. I didn't think it would get to me so fast. So I even held it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I was calling it out like, Ashes, Deadites, you're on the clock. Sons of Darkness, you're on deck. You know, Doctor Neville, you're in the hole. All that's that what um, that's what Kurt does in yeah. a lot of these, like especially the fan tracks all ones. All the time, like he watches and makes sure yeah. everybody knows. Oh, yeah. Because I'll admit, if I'm really busy, I make my pick and I put it away, and mm-hmm. I don't call the next person. And I, but it is it is the proper etiquette to yeah. do it. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totes. So we were flying. Yeah. The, uh, the the vampire who's sitting back and just watching this mm-hmm. was enjoying my comments about Princess Nibbles. Yes. So the reason I, I couldn't help but call her out, it was round, must have been six or I'll, seven. I'll find it. It was, it was fairly early, and she takes Kyle Allen. And that was a, that was a pick made from a, from a pre-ranked list. Meaning she put Kyle Allen on a list. It was round she, round seven, pick nine. So I, do you have any idea why that would be? No idea. Well, but, you you had two. You thought it was one of two things when I texted you about it. Number one, it's Kyle Allen's mom. Do you remember what the other thing you said was? Yeah, I can find it. Do you remember? No, I don't remember what the other one was. But I, I think I think it's most likely that she got confused with Josh Allen. That's what I think really happened. She's ran, She was ranking him too quick and saw a quarterback with the last name Allen and just put it in. That's what I think happened. No, 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 no. That wasn't about Kyle Allen. That was about Josh Allen being taken third. Oh, right, 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 right. Yes, I was gonna, I, I was gonna yes, get to that. Yes, because yeah. I texted you because Josh Allen went ahead of Mahomes, mm-hmm. and I believe I said there's literally no argument for taking Josh Allen ahead of Patrick. And Mahomes. I said only two, and they were diehard Bills fan or Josh Allen's mom. <laughs> okay. That's right. So yeah. Kyle Allen, I think the only un- the only thing there is that she got confused for Josh Allen. Now I don't so, think so. So then <sighs> when she got so then when she got auto picked and I was complaining, I said I hate auto drafters and I you know, she swooped in and took Logan Thomas, mm-hmm. 
which was the auto pick because he was the next best available on the ADP. Yeah. I was mad because that's who I was planning on taking, and my pick was two picks later. So what I said was something along the lines of, uh, then again, she took Kyle Allen, so she has bigger problems or something like that. Yeah, I. Uh, and then I was particularly proud of my comment a few comments later. Uh, the fact she times out and takes who I was planning is pretty boop up. I hate auto drafters. I do hate auto drafters. Then again, she drafted Kyle Allen, so she has her own issues. And then I was really proud of my comment. After that, and then uh, Count Morbius chimes in and says, LOL, damn, I was hoping that she was in my division. <laughs> and then you said, I considered Kyle Allen. Then I realized it wasn't round 30 of a 32-team three-quarterback league. <laughs> You said, okay, now I'm done, ha-ha, but you weren't done yet. No, I couldn't help it. You then said, while she was on the clock, Princess Nibble's on the clock, but sorry, Kyle Allen is already taken. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That one may have been after I started drinking this afternoon. It's possible. So that was was a gem. Um, How do you feel about your team so far? I love my team so far. Mm Um. Uh, do you want to just go through by by pick by round who we took and just sure. kind of go, yeah, yeah, yeah. go alternating? So yeah. what you had the late late first. Right? I had ten. Okay, and you were seven. You're right in the middle. All right. So so at one seven, I knew who I was going to take all along. I knew I was going to go Kelsey. Um, it's a one quarterback league, so Josh Allen was the only quarterback who had gone. Right. It was mostly running backs. Um, so I considered Adams, but I just. I wanted the tight end locked down, not have to worry about it. Kelsey's just too good, even in a non-tight end premium. So I went Kelsey at 1-7. Yeah, and it actually, the the top five was a little surprising. McCaffrey went first, which is a no-brainer, right? Uh, then Barkley goes second. What year is this? Allen goes third. Nick Chubb goes fourth. Oh, yeah, that was bizarre. Nick Chubb over Dalvin Cook yeah, is then, bizarre. And then Dalvin Cook goes fifth. Because for the record, I would have taken Cook if he had yeah. fallen to me. Ash's Deadites got a, a gift with Delvin Cook. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you had uh, Kelsey was your first round pick. And the aforementioned Adams, I mean, I can't not draft Devontae Adams. I knew Adams. you were going to take Adams once yeah. I didn't take him. Yeah. yeah. And then at the turn, I have the second pick, and I go. So you were one away from the turn. Yeah. Right? You were at 10, and, and then, yeah. Because, again, we Because it's 11, 11 teams drafting. Yeah. Morbius will sit out as the, the yep. vampire. So then I, with my second pick, I went Mahomes because I wanted a, a quarterback. A high-end quarterback, and if I would have waited a little while, it, it wouldn't have got back to me with a, another quarterback. Probably. And have you, th- when you look at how far quarterbacks fall, because it's only one quarterback league, which uh-huh. I don't do a lot, and you know me, I'm more likely to take Mahomes in a one quarterback than I think other people right. are. He, I probably would have taken him if he had made it back to me, yep. especially to pair with Kelsey. But when you saw how much other quarterbacks fell, yeah, I mean, spoiler alert, I got Stafford in round like nine, I think. Yeah. Um, did you regret that pick, or you no, just no. feel like you just don't even have to think about you it? You know, hindsight's always a biatch, but and you're going to need a second one because this is you, there's no waivers, right? So you got to have somebody for a bye week. Yeah. So the next quarterback taken uh, was Kyler Murray in round four, pick seven. So, and I'm I'm still okay with my pick. I stand by. Okay getting my guy no i didn't know if you uh second guessed it or not not at all 
All right, so then in the second round, I took, uh, I believe I took DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just he's just too, too steady and great. Like, I just I couldn't, couldn't pass that up. So mm-hmm. I went Kelsey first, Hopkins in the second. And then, let's see, it would have come back around to me, and I believe I went CeeDee Lamb in the third. You did, yep. Uh, I just, I mean, I just think he's going to be... The, the five games with Dak were too good to overlook, and I'm even if even in redraft, I'm. I was happy he made it back to me. Yeah, sure, and I knew you would pick him anyways. Yep. So, of course, go, I did. Going into round three for me, uh, I made this pick as I was going into a meeting, and uh, I didn't. I really wasn't paying attention. Clearly, clearly, uh, I ended up taking Pitts when I wanted to take. Kittle. And my eyes went like this, whoop, 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 because I, and I texted you, I was like, wait, did I text you right then? Because I just, because my, my thought was, oh, jeez, because, well, forget it, I was going to change it to, um, because my thought was, wow, Kittle's on the board, and you took Pitts? Actually, I brought it up to you. Did you? Yeah. You brought it up later, maybe I just thought it and didn't say anything to you. You probably thought it. Um... I said. You said. You said whoa, two tight ends. I said I'm doing it. And that was when later you admitted to me. I said now I can admit my whoopsie. I was heading into a meeting when I picked Pitts, meant to pick Kittle, but spoiler alert, I got Kittle two picks later, three picks later. So do you, if you had taken Kittle like you intended to... I wouldn't have taken Pitts. You would not have taken Pitts. No. So your team would have looked stronger at, let's say... What, that Would that have been probably. where you took a running back, probably? Or a wide receiver, Another depending wide receiver. who was there. Yeah. Because you... Yeah, so you started Adams, Mahomes, and then the two tight ends. Yeah, so that was a bit of a whoopsie on my yeah, end, a little bit of a but I'll, I'll stick We've with it. We've all had a whoopsie in it our happens. lives. Okay. Um, and just to note here, uh, Rich did uh, message the league. Um, Becky, who's uh, Princess Nibbles, had a medical accident and won't be able to continue with the draft. Okay, well, now I feel like a big piece of garbage. I quickly drafted for her and put her in auto-draft. Your prayers... And her positive thoughts are needed at this time for her and her family. Okay, can you... Oh my gosh. Can, what was that? That was probably... Kona got a little shocky shock because she's out there barking. Is the gate closed? Yes, the gate's closed. <laughs> okay, could you do me a favor? Yeah. Could you just could you just type in there, um, Ralph and I are recording and he says that he's so sorry for his snark and that he will be praying for Princess Nibbles. Because now I feel like a horrible monster because I was talking a lot of smack. She still deserves smack for the Kyle Allen pick, but she does not deserve smack for timing out and stealing Logan Thomas from me. So if you could just put that in there, I would really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Doing it right now. Because I'm a horrible monster. All right, let's get back to it. So you took the two tight ends. That was your third and fourth. Uh, so in the fourth, for me, I took uh, Robert Woods. Uh, couldn't pass him up. So you can start. 
What did you put? No, okay. I just put what you said, okay. but it just Thank the you. the situation. I know. Like, and then like our like our joke is always, oh, maybe she died, and now yeah. here she is with an actual yeah. medical emergency. So now I feel like a jerk. And then also, that's the, why I try to always take the high road. Yeah. Because what if something happened? Yeah. Gosh. So here was my initial um, thing in the third round. Rich says, thank you, gentlemen. Um, Justin Jefferson was still on the clock late in the board. third. On the board. Or board, whatever. Same difference. He was still available. And I was like, with every pick, and I knew you weren't picking him something, he's going to fall to me. He well, went 3-8. I picked at 3-10. Oh, well, I picked CeeDee Lamb over him is what you're right, saying. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right, 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 right. So that's part of what threw me off, too, is because I was a little disgruntled because I didn't get Jefferson when I thought that I was going to get him. So that threw me into a bit so of a kerfuffle. you're flustered, and that's when yeah. you took pits. And then it sure. was, it was a sh- uh, gong show at work <laughs> nice so Close that point. also um added to my drafting gotcha not making excuses but no of course not of course not. i would never do of that of course not all right so anyway i took robert woods in this the fourth a, this is a big old band on this cigar uh in the fourth i took robert woods i just think with matthew stafford having to throw a ton especially with acres out i just think he's gonna feast you call him matthew stafford is he in trouble Matthew his... Stafford. I'm just kidding. That's what he goes by. I know, I'm okay. kidding. Uh, and then I believe, I know you have the draft in front of you, I believe coming back around in the back around fifth again. was when I took DeAndre Swift. Oh my god. And that was... Jeez, you just butchered that. That was terrible. That was like a Ralph-style removal. Uh, yes, 5-7. So so DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre the Swift. Yeah. And I figured that was far enough to let him fall. Yep. I, I was deciding between him and Javante Williams. And that's who I got a couple picks after you. And I thought maybe I could get both. I was deciding between the two. And I just thought, you know, I want the guy who's already been in the league a year. Mm-hmm. And who will have the... In my mind, I'm picturing Goff running for his life, dumping off to a running back. Yeah. That's what I'm picturing. Sure. And I think Swift... I have a bold prediction that that'll be uh, along those lines, but um, so that's that's where I went with Swift. And then after your Swift pick, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. In the, oh, and I'm up too. I'm on the clock. Um, so with your sixth round pick, or wait, just kidding. I went first in the sixth. I went Deontay Johnson at wide receiver. Okay. <laughs> Just letting you know. Wait, I took Swift in the fifth. Yeah. Who is your fifth? Who is your pick? Javante J- Williams. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right, right. And then you came back around the sixth, mm-hmm. and took Deontay, uh, Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. got it. Mm-hmm. C- cinder block hands. Uh, I believe my next pick was Michael Carter. Correct. Uh, I, I think he's going to be the guy for the Jets. I think uh-huh. he's he's a cute little water bug, and I think he's going to be very involved yeah it's a young team i think they're gonna you know it's not gonna be probably a very good team mm-hmm. i think they'll be thrown to the running back a lot and i think he's gonna be i think he's gonna get a lot of work and he's got some good uh he's gotten some good buzz there's a little bit of training or a little bit of a preseason buzz about him splitting with tevin coleman mm-hmm. i am not worried about tevin coleman tevin coleman is glue factory what about p ryan are you worried about p ryan of no. the lamichael 
variety. No, I'm not worried about that, I well, Michael that's P. Ryan, Samaj P. His Ryan. Grandson. I'm not worried about any P. Ryan's. Okay. No. All right. So that was uh, so that was my next pick was Carter. Yeah. And then was it still me next? Uh, I don't have a here. Yes, your seventh round. Pick. Okay, I believe in the seventh round, I didn't want to let Michael Thomas fall any farther. No. So I so I picked him. Yeah. Um. What year is this? I have a bold prediction. Well, Michael Thomas in the seventh. It's not like I took him in the first. I know. I know. I know. Uh. So I just figure if if and when he ends up playing, he's gonna be good but he's also kind of it's kind of a dumpster fire right now for him he's making comments people don't like criticizing the team he's He's gone he's in full diva mode right now he's in full antonio brown mode. not good next thing is gonna freeze his toes off and the cryo thing like antonio brown did he's gonna throw somebody out of a window spoiler alert yeah my next pick all right go ahead though you got a couple here i do At the tail end of round seven, I got another running back. I went with Trey Sermon. Who I'm, would have been my next pick if he'd okay. been there, I think. Yep. I believe he's going to gonna get a big old run there. Yep. Hence, running back. Sure. See what I did there? Well done. And then I was very happy about my round eight pick. I got DJ Chark. DJ Chark. Has his buzz in for the Jaguars gotten any better? I haven't heard anything about Chark. That's the point. Yeah. The, the talk is not good about him. It's yeah. all LaVisca Chenault all the time. Yeah, well. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Tim Tebow got released. Did you hear yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? And then He's you're He's a player. He's a baller. He's a playmaker. And a shock caller. In case you didn't know, he got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. Uh, uh, all he does is win games. Listen, he got T-Bowed. He shattered the mold. And all he does is win. Uh, uh, all he does is win. Unleashed him, T-Bow. Let him go. Let him go. Turn him loose. Gotta play. Let him play on Sunday. Why were you doing this? It's like my it's like my rapping motion. Oh, but now you know what we say about Tim T-Bow? Run, pass, option. They think that's my game. I guarantee you that. Yeah. I'm no John Elway. Now do you know what we say? What? He's just a guy. Jack. Did you see video of him trying to block? Mm-mm. Oh, it was. You should look up Tim Tebow preseason blocking. It's, Maybe that's probably why I got. He just cut. like. <laughs> he just like went up to a guy and kind of didn't even touch him. It was weird. But they say thank you for the jersey sales. Yes, exactly. That's the only reason we picked you up. All right, my You're next. Up. Am I up? You're right, up, Buttercup. My next pick, and I had told you who I wanted. I, who I wanted here? I wanted Antonio Brown. Yeah, I think he's going to be. Honestly, I think he he has as good chances as any to be the best receiver for Tom Brady. Ralph, we appreciate your honesty. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate appreciate it. that. Yeah. Yep. Appreciate you, Antonio Brown. Um, and then I decided I had waited long enough for my quarterback because I knew I wanted Matt Stafford. One quarterback league, you wait forever yeah. until the point where you think you got to get the guy that you really want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a few other guys that I'd be fine having, but mm-hmm. he was the one I wanted who could be like that late round quarterback, one quarterback league winner. Speaking of what year is this, he used to be when I would draft for like Moe's teams and Zach's teams and stuff. Yeah. I would wait forever because there was always one. There were never super flex. Yeah. And I'd get him super late mm-hmm. and he gave you quarterback, you know. 10, 11 numbers every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, felt good about that. Feel good. Dun, 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 dun. Feel good. My round nine pick. We're very sing songy tonight. Yeah. 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 My uh, my cheek is healing, so we're we're good. Oh, it's still a little swollen, but we're okay. Uh, I went uh, wide receiver with Robbie Anderson. I toyed with a bold prediction Mr. about Anderson. about Robbie Anderson that he'd finish in the top twelve. The bold prediction for him is basically what he actually did last year. Yeah. He was weirdly good. And that's what I'm hoping for this year. Sure. Because I'm going to be gunning for him in, in the redraft drafts that I have coming up. Mm-hmm. I have a few. Sure, 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 mm-hmm. uh, Then I turned around after the turn. Baker Mayfield and Devontae Smith went to Fano's footballers. And then I picked up another running back with Zach Moss. Who I just traded away today to Kurt in the Roman League. Yeah, you did. For 12 rookie auction Yeah, and a bag of peanuts. Look at that. And then you, and then at round 10 uh, was the uh, Logan Thomas gate, but uh, we won't speak of that anymore because now we know the situation. Yep, so then I went, uh, so my next two picks I went running back. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Naheem Hines, who as we have talked about before, has a role. And especially when the quarterback position for that team is going to be absolute trash. Mm-hmm. I figure the pass catching back is going to be a guy who's going to be um, very active because he's going to have to be. Oh, he's going to have to be. Uh, You're right. Uh, and then the last pick that I made was uh, Gus the Bus. Um, he's a guy that when I... Is that his actual nickname or did he just make that up? I've heard people call him Gus the Bus. Gus Edwards is who we're talking. I know, but Jerome Bettis is the bus. You can't say oh Gus the bus. Oh my gosh, so sorry. So anyway, Gus Edwards. Um, I think he'll have a role no matter what. I love J.K. Dobbins, um, yeah. and I'm not just kidding about that. Uh-huh. But <laughs> <laughs> you're not just but blowing smoke. <laughs> Gus kidding. Nailed Gus it. Kidding. Nailed it. So I, I think he'll have a role, and I think any given week you start him, and I think you have a chance for 60 and a touchdown. As Jamie Foxx once sang, on any given Sunday. Remember that movie? He's steaming. With With a beaming. Got the girls screaming. (laughs) So I'm now on the clock. Are you? As we record this. This is very exciting. It's enthralling. It is. So I'm I'm looking at my team, and I had told you this earlier. Uh, Kittle and Pitts are both by week six. Sounds like dog food. Kittle and Pits. Kittle and Pits. Just call them Piddle. <laughs> Jeez, gross. Or Kits. Piddle um, and Kits. My wide receivers, I have two by week 13, two by week 7. I was not really mapping this out too well. For what position? For the tight ends? No, my my two wide res- my four wide receivers, oh. two are 13, two are 7. Yeah, I don't... I don't look at by well. We can talk about so now that we're getting to the end here. Have you yeah. gone through all your picks or not quite? Yeah. Okay. I did. Well, let's let's do this. So read off your full roster to this point. Memento por favor. I've got Mahomes at QB, Zach Moss, Trey Sermon, Javante Williams at running back, Devonte Adams, Robbie Anderson, DJ Deontay Johnson are my wide receivers. Kittle and Pitts at tight end. Okay, and I am with uh, Matthew Stafford at quarterback, running back, DeAndre Swift, Michael Carter, Naheem Hines, Gus, the bus, 
Edwards. Yeah. Wide receiver, New Hopkins, CeeDee Lamb, Robert Woods, Michael Thomas, Antonio Brown, and at tight end, Travis Kelsey. And now we're at the point two where defense and kickers are going to start sure. coming off the board. So this so this is the strategy. So you can't just make up you can't make pickups willy-nilly throughout the season. Right. Uh, so you really have to you really have to plan the number at each position that you're going to have. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm drafting wide receivers and running backs, I don't look at bye weeks, although maybe I should. But I do look at bye weeks for my quarterback. So yes. I'm I'm going to take a second quarterback. Got to make sure he's not a, doesn't have the same bye week as right. Stafford. Got to have another second tight end to Kelsey. Got to make sure they don't have the same bye week. Right. And then for my two, and then I don't know about you, I take two defenses, two kickers because yep. you got to cover. Right. Because um, I'm not willing to just take a zero in those positions. Exactly. Because there are people that probably do. Because that could be the difference. Like if you're playing the vampire team. You know, I do. However, uh, I do check when I play the vampire. Okay. And I do depending certain players, especially later with defense and kicker. I make sure that they've got a good matchup the week that I play the vampire. Is the schedule already out? Yep. So we know. Yep. Interesting. So I play the vamp. That same. It was the same last year. So I play the vampire week two. Oh. So when I'm looking at defenses, I have a defense I'm eyeing based on the week two matchup to make sure that I do not lay an egg against the vampire. Because ultimately, if I win the league, that's fine. But I absolutely never want to be the guy. Oh, I play him week one right away. So I think we're both in a good one is a little trickier because there can be like with with your rookies especially, you don't quite know how things are going to play out. Like Javante Williams would be a risky start because it could be all Mel Gordon. You yep. know, you're not quite sure yet. Now Mel Gordon is hampered with a, a groin well, that helps injury. Me. Yeah. But I think week two, week three, I, I, I think the fact that we don't have to deal with bye weeks really helps. Because we... if you have to play the vampire when you're hampered by bye weeks, that's really tricky. Dang it, I missed it again. We play each other in week nine. So I should have been watching for that too. And then I don't play him again until I'm guessing, oh, not week 12. What? Week 13? So for me personally, I go two quarterbacks, two tight ends, two kickers, two defense. And then I would have possibly gone just four wide receivers and had six running backs Mm -hmm. because of the kind of running backs I take. I want more like lottery tickets. But once I took Michael Thomas and I know I don't have him at the beginning, I knew I wanted to get a fourth fourth wide receiver. So like I know I'm starting Nuke, Lamb, Woods and Antonio Brown and then Kelsey which means I think I'm just starting two running backs Mm. I think it ends up being it's hard to read on MFL but I think that means two flexes ultimately yeah and then also looking at who the quarterbacks are that are left you know Matt Ryan Kirk Cousins are up at the top Um, we've got two of there Uh, we've got Big Ben is there Fitzmagic Daniel Jones so that's and then Watson and, and uh, Darnold. So that's who we're looking at as the remaining QBs. I think yep. some people already have two QBs picked, possibly. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I should look through because if almost everybody has two, then I can wait. Because there's one guy that I want, but I'm if everybody's already has two, then I don't have to be in quite such a rush. So I need to look yeah. through that before my next pick. You really should. Um. Yeah, so that's so that's the strategy there. So you feel good about your team. I feel good about my team. Yeah. 
uh, especially against the vampire when we play him. Yes. And I get a week one. So it's going to be fun to see once we wrap this thing up who he's going to go for. And I know we probably always feel this way, but it feels like running back is always running back is always really shallow like that's always the position that the that the uh vampire is really weak at yeah but it kind of feels like quarterback wide receiver and tight end are all they all feel really deep this year so Mm -hmm. i feel like the vampire could end up having a pretty decent squad and if they make the right if they guess on the right guys that could end up being really good for them squad and then, you know, looking at who is still available, because I'm up. Oh, you haven't made your pick yet? Uh-oh. i got to make sure I know when. Mahomes by his week 12. That is correct. So I am going to pick a quarterback here. And I am going to pick experience filter veterans. I'm going to go Matt Ryan. Nice choice. I'm going Matty Ice. You're going to team him up with Pitts. <clears throat> and then what I'm going to do is uh, on the turn in three picks, I'm going to get a tight end. Are you go- another tight end? You're going three tight ends? I have. They're both by week six. I have oh, to. Oh, you have to. Yeah. Paint yourself I have, in I have no choice. I have no choice. Um, are you? Do you think you will – I mean, you're playing the vampire week one, so mm-hmm. you kind of have to decide fast. Do you think you'll start Pitts week one? I uh, – I think I'm going to. And also, depending on how he's going to do in the preseason. He's just too explosive to yeah. not. He's going to be the second option. True story. He could be the first option, let's be honest. He definitely could. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah. This is a good cigar, by the way. Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. On that note, let's take a break. We'll come back talk about some of the stuff. We got bold predictions coming up. Bold predictions. Get excited. We're going to save that for last so that you have to be a little more interested in the things that I'm going to share. <laughs> I'm always interested in <laughs> Oh, you're, you're always share. falling asleep by the end. But I'm not. You are, but it's okay because I, I have, lose interest even at the beginning when I'm not I have, falling asleep. I have caffeine in me now. Yeah, but you went I caffeine have... to ice cream to beer. I feel like you don't, we don't know what's going to keep you going. How do I see him right now? Awake-ish. Yeah, 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 I'm good. <laughs> hey, All we'll right. be back in two and two. There it is. I didn't realize Tom Morello had solo work. Oh yeah. He's got a lot of solo stuff. I've missed I've missed that completely apparently. So is there a singer? Or is this he just does just rock so stuff out completely? All the words in the song he does on the guitar. Right here. Yeah. How did I not know this existed? Oh, this is fantastic. Wow. Speaking of white male anger. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. (laughs) 
Wow, that's incredible. I know what I'm listening to on the Jeep on the way to school tomorrow. Yeah, so that was Tom Morello covering Jimi Hendrix, Voodoo Child. It's a couple of voodoo, that's a, a couple of, I was going to say a couple of voodoo gods, a couple of guitar gods. Yeah, that's it's pretty good. Tom Morello does not mess around. No, he, he doesn't mess around. Yeah, that's you cool. should hear some of his solo stuff. I mean, he, but yeah, I'm he uh, does collabs with a lot of different artists. I played a. Oh my gosh, I should find it quick. And that song for me, uh, Hulk Hogan would come out to that song when he had when he was a good guy, right? When he wasn't a heel with you know NWO and all that stuff. Okay. I got I got something for you here. Yeah, I hear it. There's gonna be an ad first because this is on uh, this is on, on YouTube. But Ooh, Taco Bell sounds but good I, right now. But I I played this for my kids actually because it was so cool. You got Anthrax, Extreme, and then you got Tam, Tom Morello. It's fully. I couldn't believe it when I watched this. And it's the creator for Game of Thrones. Ah. But I, but I couldn't believe that n- none of them swore during this. I could actually play this for my kids, and it was incredible. And they can just hear each other play oh, and yeah, just it's, mimic it. It's amazing. And so they just rock out to the Game of Thrones theme song. How long are we going to wait before you told us to play Wiener, wiener, wiener. I know, I can't help but think of it that way. <laughs> oh, that's cool. And then they end up getting into it. So anyway, it'll it'll play in a second. That's great. Oh, and then Brad Paisley comes in. What the hell is he doing there? He comes in and he grabs a guitar and rocks out with it. I wish I played the guitar. Yeah. Note to self. You think I'm too old to learn? No, you're never too old to learn. No? No. Okay. Never. So then these guitar legends just rock out to Game of Thrones. It's pretty fun. Anyway. But it was just fun, the little the little opening process. It's kind of like why I loved um, the Jay-Z Limp Bizkit collaboration. Lincoln did you ever Did you ever watch... What did I say? You said Limp Bizkit. Nope. Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park is what yeah, I meant. Yeah. Lincoln Park, Jay Z, and all oh, those songs are bangers. And, and I and I bought the CD, and uh-huh. there was a there was a DVD that showed like when they met for the first time, and like yeah. putting all the work together to like it was really great. Dun, 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 and Chester, dun, dun, dun. yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P. Anyway, anyway, so uh, we can on the way home. 
Yeah, you probably should. Maybe yeah, because because I, I love it. Anyway, uh, hey, what time is it? Game time. Huh? Full oh. prediction time. Uh, sure, let's I'm, do it. No, let's I'm do kidding. it. I'm kidding. We can end with that. No, 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 no. Let's no, do bold predictions. No, no, bold no. predictions. You have stuff. You. I was, I'm feeling bold. I was. You're feeling bold. I was, let's do it. I was making a let's joke. Let's do it. No, we're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Bold predictions. Okay. What's your first one? How many do you have? Over ten. I have about ten. <laughs> so let's go. Okay. Let's do it. Let's go. Are we just alternating on this? Yeah, we can. All right, let's go. You do your first one. I'm going to grab one of those candy. Yeah, letters. this one is uh, just for you. Amari Cooper will be a top ten fantasy wide receiver. He has, let me back it up, okay. a thousand Beep. yards. Beep. Thousand. That was the backing up. Yeah. You done? You're gonna I park, love you're this fridge. Park. It's a great fridge. Having a full-size garage fridge just yeah. takes your whole life up a notch. Sure does. All right. Now you know what you need? A chest freezer. Oh, I know. That was actually my Valentine's Day gift to Claire. Yeah. A cup of, like, last Valentine's Day, and then I never actually bought it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, because that would fit nicely somewhere. Yeah, ideally in the basement, but... Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Yep, so 1,000 yards receiving in five of six seasons. And they'll have a healthy Dak. CD's nuts who? I still think. Yeah. Okay, I missed it. What was the bold prediction? Amari Cooper will be a top 10 fantasy wide receiver this year. Is that really that bold? It is when you think about top ten. Yeah, I don't think that's that bold. Do you think CD Lamb would be a top ten wide receiver? I think that's more bold to say he'll be top ten. You think so? Based on what they've, but I don't know. That's fine. I mean, more power to you. <laughs> okay, my first one I think is really bold. Okay, you ready for this? I'm saving my bolder ones for the end, but go for it. Well, mine are just in the order I run. Okay. Maybe I should just go backwards. No, you're fine. I'll start with the first one. Okay. All right, here we go. You ready? Yeah. The Kansas City offensive line didn't do enough to improve or the Kansas City didn't do enough to improve the offensive right, line. Right. It continues to fail Mahomes a la the Super Bowl and the Chiefs miss the playoffs as Patrick Mahomes is running for his life in every game. Holy shit. That's bold. That's bold, right? Yeah. I hope it's not going to happen. Damn. It's bold, right? It is bold. That's freaking bold. But you got to think, with Andy Reid as the coach, they're going to be able to right the ship. Well, I think they will, and I'm predicting that, but did you think that that offensive line would look as bad as it did in the no, Super Bowl? not at all. So there you go. I mean, It's it, bold predictions for a reason. Was it more bad O-line or game plan from Tampa Bay? Or a mixture of both? I mean, I was probably a combo. Yeah. But the injuries they had on the offensive line, I, I think they think that they can overcome that with Mahomes being, mm. you know, otherworldly, and they couldn't. Mm. So anyway, that's my first one. I like it. All right, what's next for you? Tua is going to finish with more passing TDs and yards than T-Law. Okay. Because Tua is much maligned right now. People do not believe in him. Lawrence says all this hype. Number one pick, right? Mm-hmm. Like, godsend of Jacksonville. And, I mean, there's still talk that the Dolphins are going to trade for Deshaun Watson. Still. 
So, I think that's mighty bold. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well done. My second one is Justin Fields. Uh, Justin Fields starts every game and brings the Bears to the playoffs. Bringing the Bears to the promised land, huh? All right. He... All of the rookie quarterbacks had some ups and downs in the preseason. Oh, of course. It's going to happen. But um, Fields' touchdown run looked pretty... I honestly didn't see it. Pretty manly. Yeah. Pretty manly. So that's my second one. Um... Matt Stafford will finish this year in the top three of quarterbacks, and it's going to be a career year for him in his first year in L.A. I think that's very possible. Yeah. Very possible. Yeah. Nice. Career year. Career year. Yeah. I mean, you've been calling that all along. Yeah. And I just drafted him in the uh, Vampire. You sure did. You're vamping it. All right. I teased earlier that I had a bold prediction involving DeAndre Swift. Yeah. DeAndre Swift, try again. DeAndre Swift will catch ninety footballs, Woo. thriving on those golf dump offs. Man, ninety. That's pretty good. It's like Kamara level right there. It is. I have a Lions prediction, bold prediction. Actually, I could, I could have, I could have added on to that. I think he'll catch more footballs than Kamara will. Okay. But, I mean, 90 would do that, probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the Lions' bold prediction will go 0-17 this year. Did you just come up with this, or is that on your list? It's on my list. Is that your next one? It's my last one, oh, okay. but I'm just going. I'm uh, okay. jumping you're just, around. You're just re- I figured it was fitting since you brought the yeah, Lions up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Makes yeah. sense, makes sense, makes sense. But okay. I, was, I was toying with one um, earlier. Um, I, I'll add on to the one you just said. All right. Uh, I'll add on and say... Unless the Texans and Lions play each other this year, there will be two 0-16 teams. 17. 0-17. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Okay, 0-17. Because the Texans, ain't, they ain't winning anything. I was toying with, a, this actually would have been probably the big one, that Jamal Williams would have uh, a better season than Swift this year. The thing is that Jamal Williams, while he's great in the locker room, yeah. a real spark plug for a squad. Sure. He's still just a guy. Hence, why it would be a bold prediction. True. Yeah. Okay, your turn or mine? Probably mine, because you're supposed to be off mine. Kellen Mond takes over for a turnover-prone Kirk. What's his... I forget his name. He's so insignificant to me. Just call him Pointy Nose. That's what you call him. Kirk Pointy Pinocchio Cousins. Okay. All right. Um, to piggyback off Stafford going off, mm-hmm. Tyler Higby will finish with tight end one numbers. In all the weapons they have, Higby is going to get some play. And he's going to catch a lot of balls. Even though Stafford traditionally hasn't thrown to tight ends. That's why it's a bull. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like my gut instinct is to criticize no, your it's bold fine. predictions. That's why and it's I bold. see that I'm doing it, yeah, and I fine. would like to apologize to you I'm, as your friend. I'm used to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not hoping for this one, but it's a bold prediction nonetheless. Michael Thomas 
does not play a single snap this year. And Deshaun Watson plays all 16 games. Oh, wow. I could add on to Michael Thomas and that next year. Well, it's not really bold, but next year he won't be on the Saints. Drama Queen doesn't play. The Dong King does. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's good. Thank you. Um, I just have some quick hitters here. I'll just do them one at a time. I just got smoke in my eye. Ooh, that'll happen. You you uh you want this right? Yes, please. Okay. The moose. Okay. Travis Kelsey will finish outside the top five tight ends. Oh come on, that's literally impossible unless he dies. He could have a. I'm sorry, it's a bold prediction. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm literally gonna love my next ones. <laughs> He could have a JPP-style firecracker incident, and he'd still finish top three tight ends. So, you think about all the tight ends out there. I'm thinking about them. Okay. You know I like them. You do. Okay. Think about the year he had last year, breaking all the records, catching all the balls, Perfect all the Perfect tight yards. end year, basically. Yes. For him to duplicate that is going to be tough. Okay, but what makes it bold is that there's going to be other tight ends that'll rise up, <clears throat> Tyler Higby, and then he'll come down. I'm not saying he's not going to have a a good year. He just he'll finish outside of the top five as a bold prediction. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, all right, okay, all right. Julio Jones, yeah, sheds his reputation as a yards-only guy and scores 12 touchdowns this year. And I guess I could add on to that and say that he outscores A.J. Brown on his own team. I have heard talk of that. might happen, yeah. Nice. Pretty good, right? You'd never know I came up with these like an hour ago. (laughs) (laughs) Kidding, Uh, it was three hours ago. To piggyback on Travis Kelsey, New Hopkins will finish... Outside top five wide receiver. Come on. Got AJ Green now. Um, and who I have to start in the salary cap league, so I uh, hope that he does something. Larry Fitzgerald has not announced his retirement yet. <laughs> and uh, I was listening. He was at some golf tourney, and he is in amazing shape. So he may still come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. You think right. that's pretty bold? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's pretty all bold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I feel like we need more Tom Morello behind our... Oh, yeah. Totes. Um, okay, ready for my next one? Ready. Chase Young breaks the single-season sack record. Ooh. I believe it's 22 and a half. And that's controversial. Well, right, right because he was given a few. Yeah, Strand was given a, a few. Uh, but I'm going to, I'm, I'll, I'll say 24 sacks for Chase Young. Damn, son. That's a hell of a year. That's bold. Yeah, he's a hell of a football player, though, too. Dude, he is a man amongst boys. Yeah. I have another one. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like. I mean, it's easy to say until somebody gets injured. Yeah. Like, I used to look at Mahomes and say, he's never going to be injured. He'll be on the field for every game. And then that year where he'd stupid sneak and hurt his ankle or whatever. Um, But don't you kind of look at Chase Young and go, 
Guy's a freaking just stallion. He's never going to get hurt. The Cal Ripken of You know, it's not like the Bosa's. You look at the Bosa's and you think, they'll be hurt. Yeah. Of course they will. Yeah. Chase Young kind of feels like he'll never be hurt. It's like he was sculpted. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And he's kind of got a little bit of the Derrick Henry poo hair. Mm, it's true. But like double poo? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Derrick Henry is my next one. He's, Let's hear it. He'll finish outside top five running backs. Okay. Last two years, he's been top running back. Sure. Right? Sure. A lot of miles on those tree trunk legs of his. Yeah, hard to keep that going. Yeah. Okay. Well, and McCaffrey being, if McCaffrey's healthy for a whole year, that's Mm -hmm. somebody right there that. And now you think about Julio Jones in Tennessee, so they'll be throwing it more. You would think. Yeah. Yeah, you don't don't acquire Julio Jones and then. Right. Although they want to run the ball. He's not going to be a friggin' decoy, that's for sure. Okay, let me. But don't you also think, now that they got Julio and A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. don't you also think they can't stack the box to stop Henry? Right. So, you know, it could go either way, yeah. probably. That's but why it's pulled. I know. I wasn't criticizing. I was just... <laughs> you were analyzing. I was, I was editorializing. Sure. All right. My next one. An angry Dak Prescott. Why is he angry? He's angry because he was hurt last year. Okay. He was on pace for like 8,000 yards. He was. An angry Dak Prescott. Throws for 8,000 yards. <laughs> leads the new greatest show on turf to the Super Bowl. Wow. Do they win? I'm not going that way. Okay. But he's going he's to get in there. All right. That I didn't mean it like that. He's not going to get in there. My bold prediction is that he'll get in there. Okay. Because that cool. offense is... It's stellar, that defense, though. And Zeke was a little bit hurt all year, too. I mean, but that's the thing. It's a little bit like, um, it's like the Chiefs, though. That defense doesn't, that defense just needs to be functional. And I I mean, I kind of feel like just having Parsons in the middle is going to make it a ton better. Yeah. It's a bold prediction, Dave. It is. Here's my next one. Of the college QB wide receiver duos that are presently reunited now, there's three. Is this a Burrow and Chase prediction? Burrow Chase, Tua Waddle, Hurt Smith. Tua Waddle will be the most impressive pair. Whoa! That is bold. Yeah, they'll be the most impressive pair. Okay. Of those three, most impressive. I'm... Feeling bullish. I'm boldly bullish on Tua. It's very bold. Yeah. Very bold. Thank you. Okay. My last one is that Marlon Humphrey. You love Marlon Humphrey. In my opinion, the best IDP fantasy uh, cornerback. Sure. And I don't think it's particularly close. Uh Sacks the quarterback 10 times this year, breaking Adams' defensive back record from 2020. Okay. So I I had two bold predictions involving sacks. Yeah, you do. Now that I'm thinking about it. You're the sack master. That's what they'd call me. Yeah. Ready for this one? Ooh, look at that. Ooh, that was a lot better than mine. (laughs) Perfect. Nice. A.J. Brown... And Julio Jones will both finish in the top ten as wide receiver. Okay. 
Not only that, Tannehill will be a top three quarterback. Okay. Vaunted top offense. three for Tannehill. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. And here's my most bold. Are you mm-hmm. out or do you have one more? I'm out. Okay. Here's my... So I have Stafford will be in top three. I have Tannehill being in the top three. Okay. Yeah. Big Ben will finish the season as the top QB in fantasy. But wait. And the Steelers will have two pass catchers with 1,000 yards receiving and 10 touchdowns. Najee Harris and Deontay Johnson. Wait, Najee Harris is going to have 1,000 yards receiving and 10 touchdowns? Yes. Through the air? Yes. (sighs) They're going to line him up at receiver. And he's going to go off. So my top three bold quarterbacks are going to be Big Ben, Stafford, and Tanny. That's the boldest prediction of the night. That those are the three top quarterbacks this year. It would take my first bold prediction of the Chiefs being so bad to make that happen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Those are fun. They were fun. When you think of Lamar Jackson, his pass catchers are all injured. Yeah. All of them except for the running backs and Anders. Yep. All the wide receivers. Yeah. Sammy Watkins injured. Shocker, I know. Weird. Bateman. Who's the yeah. other one? Marquis Brown. He's injured. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. All right. That was fun. I spit on myself. Uh, what do you got next? That's it. Can I'm we out. talk salary cap? I want to hear it. All right, so here's... And I am 100% focused. Yes, I'm sorry I would ever have accused you of not being focused. So... Excuse me. All right, so here's here's what I did. Can you refresh us on your team? Of course I will. Oh, why am I not on just getting Dobbins? Come on, computer, computadora, what are you doing? Come on. Come on. Come on, little guy. Come on. There we go. Good job. I did have a lot of Vikings ones, but I don't think you would have liked those. (laughs) So I'm glad you had one. Okay. Very bold. All right. So I'm going to – I'll refresh on my team. Yeah. uh, And I'll just give the – I'll just round what I'm paying them to the nearest million just for the sake of making it quick. Uh, And then – I have to decide on contract years, okay. and I'm going to ask your opinion on kind of how you might go about that. Sure. So here's my team. At coach, I have Bruce Arians at a million five, and Mike Vrabel at a million two. Okay. Uh, kicker Rodrigo Bl- Rodrigo, a blanket chip. You look so angry when you. No, say I'm that just way. intense. Uh, I'm paying him 1.3 and Austin Siebert at the minimum 950,000. Okay. Weird no one wanted Austin Siebert. Well, I mean, <laughs> depending on when I, it was in the draft, I you know. got guys at the minimum. Yeah. It's just kind of how it is and it you kind of had to predict which guys nobody would have any interest it, it in, happens. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at punter, Corey Bohorsquist. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Bullhorsequist. Bullhorsequist. Bullhorsequist? I don't know. Corey something. Who does he play for? For the Rams. Uh, for a million. Is he a rookie? And then, no. He was on another team. I don't know. Punters. It just He was a highly ranked punter. Bullhors- so I paid for him. Uh, Brett Kern for Tennessee at a million. Okay. Uh, quarterbacks. Dak at 19 million uh-huh. and Baker at 14 million. Okay. 
Running backs, uh, I went definitely cheaper running back. Uh, Giovanzi at a million seven. We love Giovanzi. Justice Hill at 970,000. Carlos Hyde at the minimum 950. James White at 2.4 million. Damian. Justice Hill, you got at nine seventy, so that means somebody bid up at yes. nine sixty. Yes, and they just said, "All right, that's fine. I don't yes. want him at nine seventy. James White, oh. at, I know James White at two point four. Damian okay. Williams at one point one. Jeff Wilson wow. at nine hundred ninety thousand. Okay. Uh, wide receivers: AJ Brown at fifteen. Mike Williams at seven point two. Deontay Harris at one point six. AJ Green at one. Olamide Zacchaeus. At 970. He can catch a long wall. Anthony Miller at 950 and Jalen Hurd at 950. Okay. Uh, tight ends, Travis Kelsey at 16. Harrison Bryan at 3.4. Mm-hmm. Chris Manhurts at almost the minimum 960. Uh, Trey McKitty and Tommy Tremble both at the minimum 950. Okay. And then Hunter Long, I'm going to for sure have on my taxi because I paid too much, 1.5. Mm-hmm. Um I just I need more tight ends. It's yeah, certain premium, yeah, yeah. and you never know. Uh, getting into the IDP defensive tackle Donald at eleven million, Jonathan Hankins at the minimum nine fifty. Defensive end Chase Young at twelve million, Nick Bosa at thirteen million, Clement Chaison Chaison at one point eight, okay. and Melvin Ingram at the minimum nine fifty. Get the vet. Uh, linebackers Patrick Queen at seven point one, Joe Schobert who apparently is on the Pittsburgh Steelers now. What? Joe Schobert was traded to the Steelers for a sixth-round pick. What? I know. When did that happen? This past as during the draft because I was entering it in here and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. For a sixth. For a sixth. Wow. Um. Anyway, six point two for him. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds at a bargain four point nine. Okay. Kyle Van Noy one point three. Robert Spillane for Pittsburgh at the minimum nine fifty and Hamza Nasiruddin. For nine fifty, safeties. Mal- say that name one more time. Hamsa Nasiruddin. I just like how you say the name. Thank you. Um, is there a P in there? Hamsa or just Hamsa? Hamsa. Hamsa with a Z or an S? H A M S A H. Hamsa. Safeties. Malcolm Jenkins three point two. Chuck Clark one point six. Lonnie Johnson for Houston at the minimum. Jaquiski Tart at the minimum, <laughs> and Ardarius Washington for Baltimore at the minimum. Okay. And finally, cornerbacks, Marlon Humphrey, 7.1, Kenny Moore, 2.5, Marshawn Lattimore, surprisingly at the minimum for 950, okay. uh, Asante Samuel Jr. for 1.07, and Greg Newsom, the rookie for the Browns, at 990000 All right. So that is a total of $180 million of my available 182.5 million okay. salary cap. Okay. Now, the next step is assigning contract yeah. years. Yeah. I have 125 years that I can assign to my players for this year. Okay. Every year that they are under contract, that salary goes up 15%. Okay. Now, it goes up fast. Yeah, it does. So, for Especially example, those bigger contracts. Well, right. A minimum contract of nine hundred fifty thousand jumps to one million ninety-two thousand five hundred. Okay. At fifteen percent more. Yeah. So all of a sudden it gets pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So I know you're coming in cold, but as you're assigning, yeah, I know. So freezing. So so cold. Um, so I know you're coming in cold, but 
what would your strategy be for? So you can you can assign one, two, three, or four year contracts. Oh, four years up yes. to okay. You can go up to four. Okay. So you got to factor in you know age of the player, yep. position. You got to kind of cover for you know when mm. contracts are expiring, how much you're going to pay them. Yep. What would your thought pro- thought process be as you're going through? Do you have so any thoughts initially? My cornerstone players, I want to lock in for four years, right? Your DAC, lock him in for four years. Um, your your studs on defense, I would lock them in. Chase Young, um, Bosa's, lock them in. So you have them. Um, and then, and if you recall, what happens is once players' contract runs out, yeah, you do have like one franchise tag, and I think it's one franchise tag, one transition that. tag. Okay. So if there's a guy you really want to keep for one more year, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's like a big bump. It's like thirty five percent more just ask than Kirk yeah, Cousins. yeah. Okay. Um. So you have to you have to think about that, but um. Yeah. So you do have, but but ultimately, when a player's contract runs out. They become a free agent, mm-hmm. and then every year there's a free agent draft yep. of all the guys whose contracts have run out. Yep. And that's where, if there's a big name player whose contract ran out, now you have a bidding war yeah. for that guy to go to a new team. But whoever bids on him has to have the cap yeah. room. So it's just like the real NFL. And then um, a couple of your promising rookies, I'd maybe want to lock up because if they hit, I mean that'd be a great discount. You know, because they're playing for the, you know, they're on their rookie, on their rookie contract. So, right. but it's just a guessing game on which ones you think are actually going to hit and which ones are going to flame out. Uh, the other thing that's interesting in terms of the taxi squad is that you have to, you have to have forty-eight players. You have to have a minimum of forty-eight players. Okay. Not including your taxi. Okay. So I ended up drafting, based on my money, I ended up drafting 49. Mm-hmm. And then I knew Hunter Long, based on how much I was paying him, I knew for sure he would be the one taxi player. Okay. But then as as free agency and waiver wire opens up, yeah. I could bid minimum. Because I think if you win a player on the waiver wire, they're a minimum contract for sure. Okay. So if I can win a couple functional veterans at the minimum... Uh-huh. Then I can take a couple of these rookies, get them onto taxi, because the way the taxi works is the the contract money, as long and you can have them on taxi up to three years. And the the contract money for the taxi players does not count against your cap, okay. but the years do continue going. Okay. So if I have Hunter Long on a three year contract, first year he's on taxi, it's still going to go to his second year of his three year contract. Okay. But I'm not paying him the money as long as he's still on taxi. Gotcha. So I could, if he never, if he never pans out, uh-huh. I don't have to ever pay him anything as okay. long as he's sitting on taxi. Does that make sense? And so are those funds guaranteed? So if Ingram gets hurt and retires, like midway through the season, I have to, I have to read the details. But for retirement, yeah. Or if a player like dies or something, yeah. you know, if something takes them out of the league. I think you have to pay him to the end of the season, but then you are relieved of their contract if they okay. retire. You don't have to keep. You don't have to maintain. Got that. it. And then, so if you have Dak, you you have him for four years, and then his salary is progressive for the the next years. 
if somebody throws a, a trade offer at you, they really want Dak, right? Yep. And you obviously have to make the money work to make the deal work. Right. Do you only account for the current year, or do you have to account for all the years in the contract of the other players you're getting? I believe if you trade for a player that's under contract, you're responsible for their contract years after that. So if you're trying to make it work, so you have to factor in the next years they're under contract too to make sure the salary cap works for all the years going forward? Well, I mean, if you look at the real NFL, I mean, why is a player who's really solid, like Joe Schober, being traded for a sixth-round pick? Uh-huh. It's mainly money because the Jaguars want to be rid of his contract – and have a pick that isn't as good as him, but that yeah. saves them a lot of money. I mean, that's the reason. Here's another one, too. In the NFL, the owners are always trying to rework contracts and get players to take a, you know, a cut in their pay. Do you have the ability to do that if someone's underperforming? I don't believe you do. Oh. You can cut a player, but I believe there's a penalty. <clears throat> there's dead money you got to like deal with. Like a $2 million with. penalty if you cut a okay. player mid-contract. You know, whereas if it's, you know, if it's a guy like Kelsey, if he's just hurt, yeah. if I put him on a three-year contract, make him sixteen million, and then <clears throat> what would he make in year two? Up to eighteen million. Yeah. You know, cutting him gets rid of all that. Paying two million to get rid of that money is actually kind of worth it. Right. It kind of depends. Huh. Um. So here's here's how I went through it, and basically what I did was. I went through what I would prefer to do, trying to be just realistic yeah. about, because I've got a spreadsheet going, and I just went through and I was trying to be realistic about how long I actually want to pay these guys. And I was thinking by position that I didn't want to all of a sudden, like, you know, if I have every running back on a one-year contract, now in year two, I have no running backs. I have to go purely rookie on that, you know, yeah. which or free agent. could be fine or free agents, yeah. whatever. Keep in mind, I just have no experience in this format. So here is what I ended up doing. And then I have one more question yes. too. Yes, 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 yes. So yes, yes, yes. for the next year, how many teams are, is it 12? This is 16 16, teams. that's right. Yes. So is it the worst team, the 16th team gets number one pick? Okay, so so this for this year, the startup, the mm-hmm. rookies were involved in the bidding. Right. So rookies this year are making a ton of money. So I mean next year. Next year, it will be worst team out of the 16 gets the top pick. Champion gets the 16th okay. pick. Okay. And all rookies, so you pick an order. Yeah. And all rookies are for the rookie minimum. Wow. So really how you really take this up a notch is once you get into the rookie draft, because now you're taking, let's say the top pick is Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Now you have a quarterback who could be really good in a couple of years making the minimum. Dirt cheap. And I believe first round rookies, I believe you have a fifth year option you can yeah. you can exercise on them. Yeah. So again, you know, you now you've got a fifth year rookie. It's it's I mean it's kind of like I mean it's like a, it's like an NFL team. You you got that quarterback on their rookie deal mm. that's really beneficial to your team being well it's interesting too because if you guys are modeling it after the nfl there's the sliding scale like the number one pick gets this much number two gets this you know you'd think that the number one pick would get get more would get more and it'd be a sliding scale but i think then you have then you're 
requiring that worst team to pay more with that top pick, and maybe that could be a problem. I don't know. Yeah, here's yeah, that's wild. Here's yeah. So here's what I ended up. Mm-hmm. Here's what I ended up doing. Yeah, let's hear it. And I just kind of put these in based on what I wanted, and then I crunched the numbers for year two, and I'll tell you what ended up happening with Uh-oh. that. So the coaches. Mike Vrabel is a younger coach for a really good team. Yeah. So I wanted to lock him down for four years. That's what I would have done. Bruce Arians, he's 68 years old, and maybe he's done when Brady's done, so Mm -hmm. I locked him up for two. Good call. Thank you. Uh, Kickers. Rodrigo Brankajib is super good. Yeah. That was the fast version of his name, in case you couldn't tell. Yeah. Uh, So I locked him up for four. Okay. But... Now, I have not submitted these years yet, by the way. This is a working, this is a draft. And you got to think, though, with for kickers, a, For a too, kicker, I'm going to be paying him too much. It's so fickle. I, I mean, I know. teams are fickle. The I know. So, I really, I should lower him to two because it's probably yeah. paying him that. I, I just like him. <laughs> uh, again, for, so the, again, for punters. So, you had Seabird for four or two? Uh, no, Seabird for one. For just, one. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't even know, he, I don't even know if he's going to have the job. Because yeah. they drafted that second-round rookie. Mm. So Siebert's projected now, but it could be, is it Mc, Mc, McPherson? Mc, Mc is that right? face, I have no idea. Mc, Mc, Mc not going to work here anymore anyway. Yeah, uh, so Borg, okay. Borgiquez and Kern for my punters. So I have the Rams guy is 24. I wanted to lock him up for four years, but mm-hmm. again, that could get too expensive, even though he's good. Yep. Kern is 35, so locked him up for three. I was kind of thinking I just don't want to think about punter. Yeah. But ultimately, I shouldn't pay them for that long. Uh, quarterback, I feel like, is going to be the hardest position to fill, mm-hmm. especially in a 16-team league. Mm-hmm. So I right now I have Dak and Baker both on four-year contracts. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Um, but obviously those are going to jump. That's going to be a lot of money. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's what you do in the NFL. You pay your quarterbacks. And the, I mean, the, the salary cap goes up, too, the next year. So you got some wiggle room. Uh, for running backs, I have Gio on a one-year, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde on a one-year. Okay. Damian Williams on a one-year. Okay. Jeff Wilson I have on a two-year. He's only at 990000 mm-hmm. so paying him a little over a million the second year is fine. Sure. James White just seems to always have a role, and I think if Mac Jones gets in there, I think it could be better for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I have him for a two-year Okay. because he's 29. Yeah. Justice Hill I currently have at three. That's probably too much because in the third year, even starting at 970, i I'm going to be paying him too much for what his role is going to be. Sure. Unless... Unless he ends up taking over the Gus Edwards role, but probably I should move him down in two years. Um, for the wide receivers, AJ Brown, I feel like I got to lock down for four. You have to can't can't hey, let him. You got to go. pay your guys. Mike Williams, I put at three. Deontay Harris at three. Okay. Um, Mike Williams, you know he could be a two just based on not having shown as much. Mm. Harris was a little cheaper, so I think he's pretty safe. Plus, there's return yards um, score. Oh, on this. Sure, sure, and he's sure. he's. You know, he's only 23 years old, Deontay Harris. Yeah, he's Doesn't a he young seem man. like he's 30? I don't know. He's a he young older. A.J. Green, one year. Mm-hmm. Olamide Zacchaeus, one year. Mm-hmm. Anthony Miller, two, just because he's a minimum. And he had some hype and going to a team where he, who knows, he could be the guy for Houston. Yeah. So I figure like two is maybe a little better. Sure. Jalen Hurd for only one. Um, Gets interesting. So Travis Kelsey, 16. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 31 years old right now. So I only put him at two years. Because I kind of figured, can you can I pay him at that amount for and much longer? And if your other tight ends pop, too, then he's right. expendable. Right. Yeah. The problem is you have to lock in the contract years before mm. you know if they're going to pop. Yeah. So it's, a, it's, it's an interesting guessing game. 
Harrison Bryan, I put at four. Okay. Because I think once Hooper's gone, I think he'll be the guy. He's sure. shown enough. Uh, Manhurts, uh, only for one. McKitty, I put for four, because I think once Cook is gone, I think he's the guy. So I put Fair. him at four, and he was the minimum anyway. Tommy Tremble's more of a blocking kind of mm-hmm. guy. I put him at two. Okay. And then Hunter Long, I put him at three. And it, there's a chance he never comes off taxi, yeah. based on what I'm paying him. All right, Donald at $11 million. You know, he's 30. Yeah. But he's also the best defensive tackle in the game. So I put him at three. Okay. Um, Bose, oh, sorry, Hankins, I put at two. Uh-huh. He's at the minimum, so I think they're like that's pretty safe for a defensive tackle. Chase Young and Bosa, I both have on four-year contracts. But that's going to be a lot of money, so we'll yeah. see. Clavon uh, Clay, uh, Chason, you know, he was a top draft pick, yeah. so I have him on two. He hasn't really shown anything, but he was such a top pick. I want to give him a chance with the new coaching staff. Sure. And then Ingram is a pretty obvious one. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Queen is a pretty obvious four-year. Oh, and Tremaine and Edmonds is a pretty obvious yeah. four-year, I think. Yeah. Because I got him, I think, at a bargain. Joe Schobert, I put it three. He's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's with a new team, which means I could even drop him down to two based on being with a new team, just because you never know. That's like third team in two or three years, too, for him. But he's produced with every team. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. still crazy to me. He got traded for a six. Kyle Van Oy is 30, so he's at on a two-year contract. Yeah. Uh, Robert Spillane is a one-year contract. Honestly, I got him at the minimum. I only put him up because he was the top ranked. And remember, he, for the Steelers, he had that one. He had one game that was like a super big sack, fumble, mm-hmm. touchdown, yeah. like monster game. Yeah. And I thought maybe that would uh, get people a little excited about him and try to get the bidding up. Yeah. It didn't work, so I got him for the minimum. And now you have two Steelers. Yeah, which backs. isn't ideal, but it is what it is. Yeah. So he's for a year, and then Hamza Nasiruddin for one year. Okay. And who does he play for? For the Jets. Okay. Um, and he'll once I get some other guys, he'll be he'll be a taxi guy yeah. once I once I get um, uh, once I get some other guys. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins two years because uh, he's older. He's thirty three. Chuck Clark, I got him at one point six. He's an obvious four year. Mm. He's twenty six years old and he's a yeah. stud. Yeah. I couldn't believe I got him for that little. Uh, Lonnie Johnson, safety for Houston. He's coming over from cornerback, and he was at the minimum, and he's only 25, so I put him at three. And then Tart and Washington at safety, I put at one each. Tart just, I mean, he was good for a while, but he just yeah. can't stay healthy. Yeah. And then finally, my cornerbacks. I have a lot of years tied up at cornerback. Um, Marlon Humphrey and Kenny Moore are both four-year guys. Of course. Because that's just, like, solidified cornerback. Mm-hmm. And then Marshawn Lattimore at three at the minimum. And then Asante Samuel at two and Greg Newsom at three. Although I am hoping those guys can be taxi squad guys as well. Okay. So the problem is, so so the salary cap this year is 182.5. Yes. It will go up in 2022. Uh-huh based on whatever the NFL salary cap is, but we don't know how much that's going to be. Yeah. So it will be more, but we don't know how much more. What are you currently at? So I calculated 15% of all the salaries of guys who were anything more than a Mm one-year contract, meaning the guys that I have on con. if I do it this way, the guys I have on contract for 2022. And the total... (laughs) 
is 190 million. Okay. Which means, let's say, let's say that is exactly what the NFL salary cap goes up to, right? Which it won't, but let's just say it is. That means that I have no room in 2022 for any rookies. That's a problem. Well, I just Googled projected 2022 NFL salary cap. And? 208. Oh, well, now that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice because that – but even just as I was talking through this with you just now, there were a few guys where I'm like, okay, I can take that's, a year off that's pretty That's the ceiling. That, yeah. Yeah. So ideally I would take a year off of a couple of these guys now as I'm looking at it. But um, but I feel like that definitely is the – I feel like year one, crafting this team for year one, I love this team. Mm-hmm. It's what happens in the yeah. upcoming years oh, because man. managing that cap is tricky. Yeah. And I almost feel like I almost feel like make the studs four and just put everybody else at one and yeah. just like like throw it back. So I don't the, know. The spreadsheet you made did that come with the league or you just made that on your own? Just a Google Sheets. Yeah. Okay. Nice. So I've got so I've got year contract years remaining. So that's the initial contract years. Their age in 2021 and their salary. And then I've got 2022, so it goes to zero for the guys who had one. Drop, drop a year, their age, and the new salary. And then my plan is to then add the new players below. Okay. And then have, like, anybody new that I draft, their contracts would start in 2022. Sure. And just have it kind of keep building down, basically. Yeah. It's a lot. It's intense. I was telling Mitch about it because I had asked Mitch if he wanted to be an auctioneer for us on Sunday. Oh, that's right. And he goes, oh, you know, I'm coming back from Montana. It won't really work. But um, but that actually sounds fun. Oh, and I never responded about the Salary Cap League. How'd that turn out? Yeah. So I, he's like, how'd your team turn out? I send him the photo and everything. He starts asking me questions about this. And he goes, man, you need to have like a like a spreadsheet that kind of shows <laughs> where the salaries are going. I snapped a picture because I was literally working on yep. it right then when he... When he sent that, he was like, oh, of course you're already working on nice, it. Nice, so. done. <sighs> so no auctioneer? Yeah. Okay, so that can be the last thing we do here. And then oh, we can, yeah. And then we can call this. So we have the Roman Rookie Auction Sunday. Yep. It was always... I think I might be done with this. This thing is a beast. It is a beast. I'm sorry to... That's, I don't want to no, let this much go. You're fine. Okay, sorry. It's okay. I hope I haven't let you down. That is um, a... Yeah. I think it's a monster. It's a big dog. Big dog. Um... So it was always in the Constitution that we would have a live rookie draft yep. in person. Yeah. And I scheduled it based on when Joey was in town because he lives in Hawaii. Yeah. And he's actually in town, so he can be there. When I reached out a few weeks ago, I thought I made it clear in in person yeah. draft. Well, Ryan Ryan's wife had a death in her family yeah. and so so his and hans is, has baseball stuff so there's gonna have to be i thought there might have to be an online option because ryan's brother mm-hmm. is going to be dealing with it and i wanted to make it a little easier so i start looking into things the problem is that any any site you're going to use for this auction is going to have like max bid spots to fill yeah and that's not how this works the way this works is pick a play you know 
auction like bid on a player till you win them and then have a player to drop and you're kind of you can bid until your money's gone not yeah. depending on the spots yeah. you can adjust the spots as you go well i was looking at all these different sites and like ones that we could use to to do it fan tracks is going to be too limiting mm. and i'm like you know what it's going to have to be in person so that was what i sent today where yeah. i adjusted said i don't think it's going to work so let's just blah 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 well, then I find out that Jerome, Josh's friend, lives in Chicago. He's not local. So he's going to be doing it online and was always planning on it. So I guess I wasn't clear. Yeah. That's on me. It's like herding cats to get something like mm-hmm. this together. So it, it seems as though we will have 10 of us in person. Okay. And a couple of us remotely. Okay. But none of these sites are going to are going to work. So yeah. I think what we're going to end up having to do is we're going to end up having to have it in WhatsApp and you're going to have to type in your bid. And basically when it gets to, there's a, when there's a pause on a high bid being typed in, because mm-hmm. people don't have unlimited money and there's a limited player pool. It's not like trying right. to do a startup. And I mean, they, who would's ever not present, they can always say not interested in this player anyway. So that'll help too. And Dave number two has no money. So he doesn't even have to be right. a part of this at all. Kurt officially traded me the last of his money today. So he yeah. has no money. Because yeah. he was not sure he'd be back in town. Okay. So. And then there's, I think there's somebody with like six bucks. Yeah. Somebody with 36 bucks. I'm now at 276 bucks. So hopefully I can get the three or four guys that I really want and not have to worry too much about it. But ultimately I think we're going to have to get creative with WhatsApp mm-hmm. and type it in like that. The other thing I thought we could do is we could bid. The other thing I thought we could do is we could bid in person live, mm-hmm. live, 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 live. And then mm-hmm. let's say I'm winning. I don't know. I'll throw it out there. Let's say I'm winning Mac Jones at a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. If Jerome or Josh, if neither one of them has enough, we don't even need to ask them. Exactly. Or like the in-person people, here's the max bid. We go to WhatsApp and we say, all right, the max bid, it's it's done here at 100. Are either one of you willing to go higher than 100? Yeah. I don't know if that's an unfair advantage to the people that aren't there or if it's a disadvantage to the people that aren't there. But I feel like logistically that might be the easiest way to do it. We just have to make sure that they are there present on WhatsApp for the draft. Right. If not, and I think that and I think they are plan- and I think they are planning on doing that. Okay. But just as we're just as we're brainstorming right now, do you think that would work if there's 10 of us in person? Bid, 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 bid. Okay, we have the high bid. Nobody else is bidding. This is the high bid. Yeah. Go to Josh and Jerome on WhatsApp. The bid, high bid is this. Are either one of you going to beat it? Let me just see real quick what they have. Well, I have it pulled up right here. Oh, yeah, but you can be quicker. Yeah, Josh has 110. Okay. Jerome has 100. So they actually okay. have a decent amount of money. Yeah. Compared to some others. Um. So maybe tomorrow morning I'll put that out and see what people think. Because okay. I think that might be, if the two of them are okay with that. Because ultimately it wouldn't really affect much, right? I mean, if they were bidding live or bidding, it, it, would, sti- it would still be that the people in person would, right? Yeah. And then, and then maybe, maybe the exception would be... Maybe the exception would be that on the ones that on players that those two guys nominate, 
maybe we put our bids right into WhatsApp. That helps, too. But for anybody else who's live, who nominates, mm-hmm. we let them know and we'll see if they want to jump in and try yeah. to beat it. I like it. And it's not like they would, let's say I'm at 100 for Mac Jones, nobody else in person is interested. It's not like it's not like Josh says, all right, I'll do 101, and then he gets it. I would still have a chance to go higher. Right. It would almost be like, it's been set, now the... Now the online people have yeah. a chance to now compete with me, kind of thing. Yeah, I like it. That, that seems works. like that would work. Yeah, I mean, pretty it's... painless. And I'm gonna make we a and really... I'm gonna make a board to keep track too, okay. so everybody knows how much money they have left, and okay. it's like really clear too. I think that's gonna be my plan. Yeah, you could use that drywall behind you. That drywall is for the basement someday. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun to have an auctioneer, but. It sounds like you got it under control. I mean, I I, I think I'm still going to try to find an auctioneer because I think having somebody to monitor the board of... I think having somebody to monitor the board of the max, like making sure nobody's mm-hmm. gone over their money and just keep a running total yeah. and, and all that, somebody that is not trying to manage their own team, yeah. especially... Like if it were me, I got more money than anybody else, right. so I'm I I don't want to have to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So like I asked Mitch, and he's occupied. I asked Adam. He actually he said he would have loved to have done it, but he's spending the day with his dad on Sunday, so that's not going to work. Let me put a post out on Facebook. Yeah. So if there's anybody who you know, make sure it's somebody you trust to do it. Right. If you say Waylon, I'm going to smack you in the face. <laughs> what if he wants to? What if he's our only? Ooh, you know what? I wonder if Carl would want to do that. That could be up Carl's alley. Yeah. I'll reach out tomorrow and see what he see what he says. But okay. I mean, if you find somebody, that's fine. But anyway, so I think that's where we're at for now. So that that next week, that'll be a very fun thing to talk about. Will be the um, a very fun thing to talk about. Will be that Roman rookie auction. Because I've certainly never done a rookie auction draft, and I've never heard of anybody doing a rookie auction draft, and uh, I'm excited to see how it goes. Danny again today said, um, Danny again today said when I confirmed that he was going to be able to make it, he said, uh, yeah, that's fine. I have no idea what I'm going to do, so that's fun. I'm like, dude, none of us do. None of us knows. Yeah. All I knew going into this was I wanted to have more money than everybody else. And so I had my pick of the rookies and I accomplished that. And so now I can get, you know, my favorite players, Mac Jones, Travis Etienne, and Brevin Jordan. And if I come out of the draft with those three guys, I'm happy. You weren't even paying attention enough to hear how funny that was. <laughs> I'm trying to get this out on Facebook. Did you hear what I said? My favorite guys? Yeah. Okay. That was, that was funny. All right, ready to wrap this up? You're hilarious, Ralph. You smart Alec. All right, everybody. This has been episode 102. And this has been one of our boldest episodes. Totally bold. Totes bold. Yeah, totes bold. And I hope your ear holes are okay. I hope they're okay. That was a lot of boldness for the ear holes. Yeah, luckily our sponsor Q-Tip is there to save the day. (laughs) All right, everybody. Trips right with Ralph and Dave. I'm Ralph. And me llamo David. And (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be coming to you next week to talk about the Roman rookie auction results. 
We will finish up our. Hopefully, the vampire is done by it's then. We can talk about that. Yeah. And uh, some whatever, other fun stuff. Whatever else we have going. Well, we're getting on. close to football. I know. Twenty-two days. Speaking of ear holes, yeah. football's gonna invade them. Oh, and our eye holes. All right. I'm going to do the same next week as I did just now, but Dave... But as always, we will try to do better next week, guys. He will. I won't. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye! Bye! Bye.